0: Hey Enneagram friends, I'm Abby, an IEA accredited Enneagram coach and certified somatic experiencing practitioner. And today I want to talk a little bit about how to do the work. You know, oftentimes people will say, you know, you got to do your work or they're not doing their work. And and it's kind of this catch all for personal growth, for um, doing better, for wellness, right? But we don't really know what the work is or often how to do the work. What does growth actually entail? How do we grow? When people come into a coaching space with me, oftentimes I will uh, have this experience of someone that's kind of exasperated with the reality that they know a lot about their type, but their type is still there and they still feel exhausted or they still feel stuck. And it's kind of the sense of, I feel like I've learned everything there is to know and I still feel trapped in my type. And so today I wanna talk about what that process of transformation actually looks like. What's the difference between having Enneagram information and having um, a true wisdom and knowledge to move through with the tool of the Enneagram. So I want to offer a framework that I think is really helpful in, uh, processing how we use the Enneagram for personal growth and for transformation. And this is a framework that was offered to me in my training program with the narrative Enneagram. And, and it's kind of this, um, I think they refer to it often as like this cycle of transformation and There's multiple parts to it. So the first piece of this is this idea of having awareness around your automatic patterning and that's your type structure. And so it does start with this first piece of learning about your type. Learning about the habits, the tendencies, the blind spots, the rubbing points, the pain points—these uh, areas that cause conflict or that stress us out—what that looks like in our type structure, and that is the you know this first piece of of learning as much as you can about your type structure, and the purpose of that is to increase your awareness around your type structure, to increase your awareness around when your type is activated. When you're um, kind of on autopilot or sometimes people will use the phrase of like sleepwalking and it's because your type is making decisions for you with very little awareness, very little conscious awareness on your own part. Oftentimes, we become aware when we hit the wall, when we collide, when we're in a heap and things are really messy, and then we kind of look back and realize, oh man, I, my type was totally activated there, or it made a lot of decisions before I, I woke up and realized what was happening. And so in this first piece, this is the learning more information about your type so that when it is activated, you have awareness of it. Awareness is this second piece of this cycle. It's it's having a sense of not just knowing what is true about your enneagram type, but being able to see it in real life, being able to see it in the moment, being able to notice when it is activated, when you have this uh, this reactive, you know. Uh, train of thought, this reactive words and how you speak to your children or to your coworker, noticing when you are trying to fix things or make your way and hustle through things, right? Being able to notice in real time that your type structure is being activated, that it is leading forward, that it is in excess, that it's making decisions for you in that moment, and, and that's this second piece of being able to notice in real time. You have to start, though, with gathering awareness. If you don't know what you're looking for, if you don't have some language around the typical tendencies of your type, then in the moment, it's really, hardest to, really hard to notice, to have an awareness um, that it's happening in the moment. So that's that second piece, noticing in the moment. You know, for me in, in my type eight structure, I might notice, uh, that I'm getting really angry, that I'm trying to control and fix a situation that I'm trying to, you know, kind of put my head down in a, a tackling stance to just make my way through what's going on. That is the, that's the awareness. That's the noticing. And in that I pause, I, I get to witness my experience and in that pause I also have a choice of how I want to move through, how I want to step back, how I want to take a breath and breathe, let that sensation uh, calm or come more into the window of tolerance is kind of the language we use with uh, somatic work. But in that space, because I have enough awareness to know my type structure and I have observed it in real time, I've noticed it. Now I can pause and consider how I want to move through. Even if that is just taking a few deep breaths to settle, whether that is walking away and recollecting my thoughts. Whether that is noticing that I don't want to move in that direction, or I do still want to move in that direction, but I want to do it with much more kindness and compassion in a way that's much more honoring of my true authentic self. And it's not my type eight structure making decisions for me or not your type structure making decisions for you. So first, we we have an awareness and we have a, a language for our type structure We're able to notice in the moment when our type structure is activated. And then when it's activated, we're able to pause. The next piece is that we allow whatever we've noticed to be there. So sometimes that is an emotion that's arisen and we notice And we allow, we pause so that we can allow it to be there. Not trying to fix that emotion, not trying to manage it or get out of it, but just noticing and allowing it to be there. Sometimes we allow um, maybe the discomfort. You know, we notice our type structure trying to protect us, trying to avoid things or deny or um, flatter to get our our way out of something. And so rather than jumping onto an action of trying to fix it, we we allow it to be there by uh, making peace with the discomfort. And what I mean by that is, you know, for some types, Emotion in and of itself is really uncomfortable. And so when emotion arises, just allowing it to be there, taking some deep breaths as a rhythm of allowing it to be there and allowing it to um, metabolize rather than just get suppressed or pushed aside or shoved back into our subconscious. That allowing is also helpful in us to clearly see the resistance that we are experiencing you know, our, um, our type structure, wanting to make something happen, wanting to do that with sheer willpower or with control or with, um, you know, reaching out to others for approval and affirmation, trying to create a sense of security, trying to create a sense of, of control and doing that independently. And in that, if we can take a moment to just recognize the resistance, there's a there is a tremendous gift in allowing the type structure to kind of loosen in that space. It's not that it dissipates and goes away because you cannot get rid of your type. That's not the goal, but it almost creates more wiggle room. You know, if you think about your type being like a, f- a full bodysuit, right? And it is clearly, you know, very tightly bound to your skin. But you are still separate than your body suit. And so when you have the space to notice the pattern, to pause and allow it to be there and to notice the resistance that's there, it creates more of a separation between you and your type, you and that bodysuit, right? It's almost creates this wiggle room for you to know where you start and where you end and your type starts. And In that, it gives you more choice, more choice of how you want to move forward, um, but also more awareness of when your type structure is fully coming online, because you are allowing that experience. You are not trying to fix it. You are noticing, you're pausing, and you're allowing it to be. From there, as we take on this practice, there's much more capacity to know then how to move forward. You know, uh, we might use the language of there's more receptivity in how we, our authentic true self, wants to move forward. Whether that is in asking for help, whether that is in naming our needs, whether that is um, in apologizing and reconciling and taking a few deep breaths to manage the reactivity so that we don't yell at our kids or say something snarky to our spouse, it gives us much more ability to know how we want to move forward um, because there's this receptive posture. Um, Sometimes people will even say like this natural unfolding of, of what is and what will be. And sometimes that is helpful even thinking about like decisions and not trying to force things or... Um, in these moments that we notice our type structure trying to bulldoze through or pave the way or order, um, pausing, noticing what our type structure is trying to do for us, the need is trying to get met, and instead choosing to um, settle in and, and consider and ruminate and ponder how we actually want to move forward, but it's with this receptive posture. And from there, as we develop more of the capacity to check in with ourselves in a more of a capacity to name this is my type structure pr- trying to protect me and this is me my true authentic self desires wants needs we have a more of an ability to check in with ourselves and and see how we want to actually move forward without our type structure making all the decisions for you. If that sounds impossible. If that sounds really hard, or that brought up more questions than answers for you, coaching is a really good space to process through what this cycle of transformation actually looks like for you. You know, Oftentimes when we are reading and learning, if we do that in isolation without a community or practitioner to work with, we really stay at this first part of learning about our type structure. You know, having some um, active language and awareness of what our type structure looks like. But if we don't have practices to develop our capacity to uh, to observe ourselves and to be aware of our type pattern in the moment, it can be terribly difficult to do anything different. It feels like you you're just stuck in your type, and it's almost like this you know this sentence, this life sentence that's been given to you, and you can feel really stuck and discouraged of things will never be any other way. And so, as you uh, listen to this episode, if this feels really challenging if this feels hard and possible and you need some support in this, um, I'd really encourage you to come into the coaching space with me to explore what this looks like in your specific experience, to develop some capacity, to be able to uh, create more awareness in the moment, to create more capacity for a pause and ability to move forward in a way that's more honoring of, of you, of who you actually are, of what you actually feel, what you actually want and desire, what you need in the moment. I've put some quick links in the show notes to make the invitation to coaching even easier, to schedule a free discovery call to explore coaching, to go ahead and schedule a 30 minute or 60 minute session. If you already have some curiosity, some things that you'd like to explore, But my hope is that whether it's in coaching or in another space with another practitioner, another group that's supportive, my hope is that uh, you will find a space to develop this capacity for true transformation and growth and to move the Enneagram out of just information into true wisdom. Okay, Enneagram friends, until next time.